on the line. <laughs> Recorded live. Welcome to Quirky Girl Narrative. My name is Manny and Linda. Linda. And today we have a special guest. We already said it. Linda. <laughs> um, today we're going to be doing a brand new series. It's called Say Your Opinion. And basically it's going to be like talking about social issues. We'll be doing this podcast about once a month. And so let's just get started. Our first topic is going to be, is religion necessary having morality and ethics? Okay. And what is your, who wants to go first? Okay, so, I feel like the very first question should be, in your opinion, what do you think religion is for you? Okay, so, what is religion for you guys? So, uh, well, to me, like, religion, obviously, like, I'm Christian, so I believe in God, and uh, my my religion plays a big role in my life. It's, it's more like of how I define myself. It's always, like, it's a piece of my personality, and it's always what I go back to. So, if I'm handling a situation, um, it's what I want to do, but it's always about, like, what I could do as a good Christian, so it's... It's ties to who I am. Okay, yeah. Um, I'd say I agree. I'm Christian as well. For me, religion is like a personal thing and like personal relationship with God. And it's kind of tied into spirituality because you can be really religious but like have no spirituality at all. You're just kind of like going through the motions. Mm-hmm. So I think it just depends on each person and individual and, yeah, and how the relationship is to God. And what about you, Rita? To be honest, it's one of the toughest questions in my life that I'm still dealing with. What mm-hmm. is religion for me? And so far, I feel like it's a little bit of everything. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of right. It's a little bit of wrong. It's a bit of life lesson that you learn based on your religion, based on your faith. I'm a Muslim, so I believe in God. And um, for me, one of the things that I have to deal with, and I think I'm still dealing with, is the fact that when people think um, somebody's Muslim, Islam is really strict. So there are certain rules, and they're they're like cookie cutter, you know. It's just one shape, one specific way. It's really it's either this or it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And whoever asks me that, I tell them that honestly, no, it's not. If if you you have a religion, what do you think is right and wrong? Like you interpret it based on your own personality, based on how you took the teaching out of the book, right? So that's what it is for me as well. But some of the things, yeah, they're like either wrong or right. If you murder someone, that's wrong. Yeah, but that's true for every culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, I guess religion is um, um, what you believe in, and how you interpret the teaching that are passed down to you from generation to generation. You make it what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you think it's religion is necessary in having morality and ethics? So morality is understanding the difference between right and wrong, and then following that, and then ethics is living your life according to those morals. So, um, it's, it's, you basically have to be able to follow through with it. That's being ethical if you're following through with your morality. Mm-hmm. So, do you think religion is necessary? Let's start with, do you think religion is necessary in having morality? Let's start with that. Um, I would say not necessarily. Well, for me personally, I believe it is. But I can say that I've met people who aren't 
religious at all, and they still have moral, basic morals. So they still believe, like, you shouldn't steal, you shouldn't do this, you still shouldn't do that, you shouldn't um, cheat, cheat on people. They still believe yeah, that. Yeah, flip the question, though. So, flip it? Flip it. Because you did, is morality with religion, but this one is religion with morality. Oh, is religion with yeah. morality? Yeah, do you, do, like, is, is religion necessary in having morality? Like, if you have religion, if you are religious, you oh, must use. Um, what did you think one leads to the other? So it's exactly. a cycle. Yeah, you would think so, yeah, yeah. but some people will say they're not. They're not so yeah. I don't think. You don't think you need religion? No, because like morality, like morality is understanding right from wrong. Some people that are religious, you're just literally, you go and you're just like, mm-hmm. like you clap it, you sing the songs, you know all the songs. But at the end of the day, when you go home, you don't follow any of those teachings. You don't apply them to your life. You don't try to think about um, what you learned and those instances when in your life when you read your holy book you don't pick up things and say oh this is in my life and that's when you have those people that take things so literal that like they're so back in the day they they don't move forward with time. Time. yeah mm-hmm. they don't move uh-huh. forward with time they don't realize that you're supposed to take these lessons and apply them to your life through the present mm-hmm. yeah. so i don't there's think. so much of a gray area in there we can even talk about atheists because i think that's uh, what you were talking about yeah. right yeah so they don't have religion they, it doesn't necessarily make them an evil person mm-hmm. they still know they're right from their wrong mm-hmm. so in a way i guess if you're talking at, on a big spectrum then mm-hmm. i guess religion doesn't matter in distinguishing right and wrong and leading your life based on that knowledge mm-hmm. but me personally I feel like religion does matter because religion tells me what's right and wrong. And then, yeah, it well, me, like, it's not like, it's not just going right from wrong. It's literally like, I believe in that there is God and there's a higher power. And like, I started believing God personally, probably when I was about 15. Before that, I always knew there was like some higher power, but like we always went to church and I just kind of did it because I was supposed to, I didn't really think much about mm-hmm. it until I personally started. And then, like, even if I don't go to church, I do find myself praying. I do find myself talking to God during the day. I do believe in God. And even when I get mad, I'm like, I'm not going to pray. I, I still end up doing it because, like, I feel like it's so stupid for me to turn away knowing that, like, if you believe in something and you turn away from it, it's so dumb because you're going to come back. You believe in it. Like, I believe when you die, you don't just, like, vanish. Like, you go somewhere. Like, so I'm not going to make stupid mistakes. Like, I'm trying to get somewhere at the end of the day. So I do believe in religion. But, like, I don't believe that it's just, like, right from wrong. Like, I literally believe, like, it for a reason. I believe that God, like, is literally telling us what to do. What he tells us is what's right. What he doesn't tell us is what's wrong. And that's our understanding. And when we apply it, that's ethics. Well, I think of it this way. To be honest, maybe it's just me, and I'm maybe that makes me really conservative, but that's what I've grown up believing. Nobody mm-hmm. has told me that. That's just me. I followed it. So it's become a part of me. Um whenever I do something or whenever there's a big step or there's a big decision to make, or especially if it involves a third person, Mm -hmm. if it affects someone else, I would think like that. Okay. If I do this, or if I do that, would God be mad at me? Mm -hmm. Would God approve of this? Does does God think that I'm being unfair to that person? So that kind of leads me into thinking that, yes, I'm making a right decision or yes, I'm making a wrong decision. Most of the time I put, I put myself at the back burner because I'm like, I'm going to think about the other person. Why? Because I know I don't want anything from the other person. I don't want anything from the world. God would give it to me. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm being selfish because I want stuff from God. But God only gives you when you're a good person. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, when kids are nice because they want Santa Claus to come and give them gifts. Mm-hmm. So in my head, that's the concept. That's what I follow. So that's why, for me, religion is really important for morality. And then as when I have the knowledge, only then can I lead a good, moral, pious life that I'm going to be comfortable with and I'm yeah. going to be able to face the God in the end. Yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we think religion is necessary in having ethics? Um, hmm. One leads to the other, like I said. It should be connected. Yeah, so I definitely yeah. think that it's necessary because it goes hand in hand with moral and ethics, but... um. Again, for some people, it's not necessary. It's for atheists, yeah. I guess. You can understand the difference between right and wrong, but you don't do it. Yeah, ethics is like, yeah, understanding what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to do, do those it. practices. Yeah. And like people, some people who are religious don't do it. Mm-hmm. So you can be more, you can be moral, but not ethical. Like, 
I can know right from wrong, but not still not apply it. Yeah. It. And it's like what you said, you can be a moral and ethical person, but not be religious. That's true, too. Like, I find myself, I'm a little bit more spiritual than religious. It's not that I don't believe in God, I do. It's just that religion is so much today associated with, like, the institution. You literally have to go to the building. And, like... A religious dogma and, like, yeah, rituals and, I don't do that. and stuff like that. Not People right. get caught up in that, so... I'd say more spiritual, too. Okay, so let's go... Let's move on to free will. Mm. <laughs> so let's start with the simple That's question. Like, fine. do you believe in free will? So, like, just everything... Everything's a blank slate. Just do you believe in free will? Simply. Um... I believe there is free will, that you have a choice in life, and you can choose right and wrong, or you can choose what you want, and you, you have a choice. Everyone has a choice. Okay. But, like, you do have a conscious that tells you, like, what's right and what's wrong, or kind of steers you in a direction, but really, ultimately, you can make your own decision. Okay. Here we go. I don't know. For me, it's a yes and a no. Mm-hmm. You do have a free will, but... I think human beings are led to believe that. You believe that you have a free will, but you actually don't. It's predestined. You were meant to pick that choice. Mm. <laughs> what do you no, 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 no. <laughs> okay? No. Because that's contradictory. You either have free will or you don't. If if everything is contradictory and everything is already determined, then it's basically what that girl was saying in the video what's the point of us playing this game called life if literally that's like God putting a chess piece there and like just playing the game by himself because he already knows where we're going. So he's just like, you know, kind of thing, just letting us do our own thing. That's, that's not free will. Free will is literally like us being able to make those decisions. That's why we pray because if we do something wrong, then we pray to God. Like, yeah, he probably knows what we're going to do. But just because he knows what we're going to do before we do it doesn't mean it's not free will because we still made that decision. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that there are influences. Like, yeah, there are demons, there are angels, there are people around us, like, talking in our ear that can push us. But ultimately, you choose to step left or you choose to step right. No matter if you are weak enough for, like, a demon or someone evil or bad to speak in your ear, mm-hmm. you put yourself in that situation. Like, maybe you didn't have enough power, but think of it as... Every obstacle that you're put in, God puts you in that because you can get through it. So if you think that you can't get through or whatever, first of all, you're doubting him, which is mm-hmm. wrong, and you're not believing in yourself, which is wrong. So I do I do believe in free will. You do have the choice to do what you want. You just, you choose. Okay, let me question you, because I feel like you just answered my yes part. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I did say, I, it's, it's a yes, yes and a yeah. no, right? Yeah. That's where I was like, yes, you do have a free will. Mm-hmm. But in my head, it's the concept that people are led to believe that you have a free will. And yeah, you do. There are choice. When, when would you have free will? Just tell me that. When? When do you're put in a situation yeah. where you have to choose between one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Only then you can have free will. Would you agree with that at least? Yeah. Right? Okay. When you're choosing, when you're yeah. picking, that's yeah. your free will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be a choice. That's not free will. There's always a choice. And did you pick those choices? No. You're just oh, making you the situation. You, you're in a situation. No, but everything leads you. Everything leads. It's like a butterfly effect. Your life leads you to a certain path, and yeah, you're put in a box. But you're you're the box that you're put in. I get it. You're saying with the box you're put in, somebody else put or whatever. You're you're found in that box. You didn't choose to be in that box, and from that box, there's decisions that are given to you. But you wouldn't know any other. You wouldn't know any other things. Like, if I grew up in a forest, Mm -hmm. all I would know were trees. If I saw a person, I'd be like, what is that? You know, like, yes, but it's still free will. No matter the circumstances, because that's circumstantial, it's still free will. Yeah. You still have free free will will based on what was not, what the choices that you didn't even pick. Now you're picking the better choice out of those. In a situation where you were put in, in, but to begin with, it wasn't your choice to be there, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not free will. But you're talking about absolutism, which is like philosophical thing. If the ab- absolutism is like you have like everything, no, free will is by choice, it's by design. No one says whose choice. No one says whose design. But it is choice and design. It's not. It is not necessarily. But like, for me, being religious, I believe it's God's design. He literally put me here. 
Mm-hmm. So it's predestined. That's what I'm saying. No, God always picked. I didn't have to be friends. He put me in your life, right? Our personalities were alike, but when we first met, our personalities were very different. I was very, like, loud and crazy. And then after, like, I became more introverted. Mm-hmm. And she was always introverted. So we were, like, we knew each other, but we were not, like, close. Yeah. And then circumstances happened that God put me in, put me, Linda, in a certain way. He knew that I was an introvert. I guess I didn't know it. And every circumstance that I would go through, it pushed me closer until I, I met this girl. And then I decided to be your friend. You decided to be my friend. I could have been like, no, you know, and I could have gone my way. But he pushed us like that. Like that wasn't free will. He pushed us. No, he put then me. Then in the end, we chose to be friends. That's yeah. Right. There is free will, but there really isn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, absolutism is where you have absolute total control of everything, which is what you're defining as free will. But they're connected. One, like, free will cannot be without the other one. Free will is only when you're put between a situation where you have to pick one or the other. No, because and then you, you always end up, have to choose. You always have to choose, so you always have free will. But in reality, you don't. You just believe in the concept. You're just led to believe it. It's a, it's, it's a, flawed, it's a flawed concept. That's what I'm trying to say. No. I believe in free will. No, because you're not understanding it. You're put in certain situations, but were those situations made because you chose them to be that way? Yes. Because you go, you keep but going down that, the path. But then you go back, you trace your steps. Mm. You yeah. you were there because of like one of the choices you made, right? Yes. Yeah. And you made one of those choices because, again, you were put in a situation where, where you have to choose something. Like, for instance, we met in the school where, in, in Milton, right? Yeah. So, um... I used to live in Mississauga before that. Yeah. Sorry, Hamilton. My dad and my mom had to move. That's why I came here. Yeah. I could have stayed there. They told me, they're like, you can stay there. But I chose to come there. Exactly. But I didn't really have a choice. Why not? It, w- it wasn't a free will thing. I mean, I'm going to stay with my family. And it, they put me in a choice where I didn't even want to be there. Like, they made me choose. But that's something that was you. That's what I'm And it's every individual. That's what I'm saying. Every individual goes through that. You still have, you have choice. To, you're just measuring choices. You cannot, because I know you're seeing, you're measuring specific decisions. Like one path, you, you have two paths, but one path might be smaller than the other. Therefore, you're saying that they're not both paths. But the end they're of the day, both paths. they're both paths. Yeah. One is just smaller than the other, but you're, you're, you're saying one is bigger than the other. You'd rather go through. You're saying that the bigger path is basically a choice, and the other one is not, and the other one is an illusion. No, they're both the choice. That's what I'm saying. Just the fact I'm that I wanted to travel is not, I didn't want to do that. But I was put in that situation. That was against my will. But you now you I have to want to move. No, I didn't want to move. That's what I'm saying. I actually didn't want to move. So why did you come? Because I had to move. I knew my parents can't afford that, right? So, in so the, you chose. I did. But I was just trying to get at. She doesn't want to. Thank you. you hey, listen, Rita. A pack. There's two packs. Okay. One is skinnier. One is bigger. Okay. This is literally what you're defining. I'm going to tell you what you're saying. You're saying basically what I'm saying is that they're both paths. You have to walk them. The smaller one might be a little bit harder, and the bigger one might be a little bit easier. But I'm saying that they're both paths. What you're saying is that the bigger path is choice, and the smaller path is not choice. That's what you're saying. So you're saying, obviously, I'm going to go on the bigger path because I have more options. I'm saying that they're both paths. You're saying one is a path, and the other is an illusion, but it's basically not a path. We're both, it's, it's a we path. understand the same thing, but we're going about it different ways. We're looking at it the different yeah. way, I get. No, I get it. I mean, it, it'll, it'll never be solved. Literally, yeah. less than an hour and a half. Because <laughs> <laughs> she believes in predestination, and I do not. Mm. Like, and then after Tabitha said something really, really interesting, he said like something like the Last Supper, it was already predestined before the time of David that Jesus would be betrayed by someone. It was already predestined that Judah would be the one that would betray, Judas would be the one that would betray Jesus. Everything relied on it. If Judas didn't betray Jesus, he would not get hanged. There'd be no Christianity. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it fell on that person to create that sin for our religion. But, he, but then he have a choice, though. Isn't there a choice? Thank you. I believe he had a choice. God just knew it. It was predestined. I don't think it's predestined. God knew that decision. I didn't. I made a decision that he knew. That's what I'm saying. You don't know. That's why you think it's it's free will. That's what I'm saying. You're led to believe in the wrong thing. It is free will, Rita. Just because, okay, if your teacher gives you a test, okay, the teacher has the answer sheet. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your teacher already knows that Rita's going to get 15 out of 30. No matter how hard you study, you're going to get 15 out of 30 because you only study those 15 questions. It's still free will. You still have an equal shot. You could, you could get 20 out of 30. You never know, right? But then you hand in the sheet, and your teacher sees it, and it's still 15 out of 30. Yes, they were proven right, but you still had an equal shot. But I'm writing a test. Yeah. It was decided by the teacher. I did not decide to be there. It was right. <laughs> Stay in my column. Stay in my column of the time. You're only looking at the part which explains, which which kind of justifies your thought that, yeah, you have a free will. You don't. You put, you always, like, everything's predestined. That was a good metaphor, the testing. That was a really good metaphor. Stay in that and then explain. I am staying in that. Okay, stay in that. Go. Did you choose to write the test? No, you didn't. But you have to write the test. No, stay in that. You're broadening it. We have to be much. But that's what I'm saying. You shorten it, you make it small, you get rid of all the outer factors mm-hmm. that that make you think that there's no such thing as free will. Because there isn't. Because there isn't. So, so you so just saying that small bar, you don't have to write the test. You don't have to write the test. That's so a good one. Even if, even if you don't write it, yeah. I feel like that's not free will. Yeah, you chose it. Yes, you do have free will, but you don't. You have a free will in certain, how do I put it? I don't think I'm explaining it well. You have a free will, but it's really constricted to certain areas, to certain choices, to a okay. specific point. To a specific be, point, yeah, you that have a free be, will. Yeah. But yeah. beyond that, you don't really have free will. See the path. You see, you just showed it. You think that there's two paths. One small, path. She just did it. Mm-hmm. One constricted. So really, they're both paths. Even if you choose not to write the test. Yeah. So writing the test. Okay, let me give you this example. I think I told you the story before, too. There was a prophet, he was sitting there, and the prophet would sit at a, it was a room, it was like a conference room, and he would go there every day, and then people from the village would come up to him with their problems, and he would help them, okay? So this guy, he, he was an atheist, or he was from another, another religion, and he wanted to prove the prophet wrong. So he goes there thinking that, oh my God, I'm going to do this, this is the perfect solution, I would prove him wrong. Mm-hmm. He goes, and he's like, okay, you say there's a free will, right? And the prophet's like, yeah, there's a free will. You choose. You choose to do what you want to do. That's your decision. That's up to you. Your sins, right? Mm-hmm. You pay for your own sins. So he's like, okay, I have this bite in my hand. I have this food. Do you think I'm going to eat it or not? Right? There's a free will. Because he's like, I'm going to prove him wrong. There's no free will. Or there was like another question like that. Because if he tells me, yes, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to eat it. If he tells me, no, I'm going to eat it. Mm-hmm. So do you think I will eat it or not? Ask your God. And then the prophet's like, okay, hold on. Do something for me. You're standing right now. Pick up one feet. So he picks up one feet. As of now, he's standing on one leg. So he's like, pick the other feet too. Together. Pick one feet and step forward. Don't jump. Just walk. Both your feet in the air. Can you do that? And the guy's like, how's that possible? That's, that's impossible. You can't walk. You need to keep one feet on the ground, the other one up in the air. That's how you walk. Okay. And then the prophet's like, this is exactly what I'm saying. The fact that you got this food in your hand, that was God's decision. That was predestined. You were meant to have it. It was yours. And now you eat it or not, that's your decision. That's your free will. Mm-hmm. If you eat it, you chose to eat it. If you know, I agree, I, I agree with that. I, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. But the thing is, when he was picking up that food or before he was picking up that food, he didn't know God's plan. So he had, he had that free will to pick up the food or not to pick it. God, of course, knew, right? He would have mm-hmm. known that the food was meant to be his, but he didn't know that. So he had... You never know it. That's what I'm saying. If you knew it, you'll be all-knowing. Yeah, but God is the... He's a sower of, like, he's a weaver of, like, we're never going to know what he knows. Like, that's what it is with religion. There always is, like, God who sets things. And that's why we believe that there are demons or angels that mess up our paths or depending on who you are, Mm -hmm. if you're good or bad. But then they, those are based on choices that you made. Yeah, based on your if you're if you're a person a and bad things keep happening to you, odds are you've done bad things, and as a result, those angels or whoever's supposed to be protecting you has moved off because they can't come near you. Mm-hmm. So you have bad things, which is bad bad karma. No, but then that's what I'm saying. To a certain point, yeah, you do have evil. You you sin. God doesn't, we're all God's kids. Why would God want us to sin? Why would he want to punish us? Why would he want to hurt us? Be us burning in hellfire. Why? That doesn't make sense, right? Mm -hmm. That's your choice. That's your free will. But good and bad, God created both of them. God gives us the choices. Is that really free will, though? God gave us the choices. 
No, yeah, it depends on us. We yeah. pick the one that suits us better. We pick the one that we like over the other one. But at the end of it all, God holds the strings. He's the master. No, but he doesn't make decisions for us. He's not going to make it. That's what I'm saying. No. But he puts us in a there situation. There are decisions that he makes, though. Yeah. A certain situation where yeah. you do believe we have free will. And, yeah, we do. But in my head, it's all flawed concepts. We do have free will. But we don't really. Because... Everything's already predestined. No, you do have free will. You're just, you keep going back to absolutism, which is like you have total control. In my head, that's you how You can I never it. have it because everything, if you believe that everything is circumstantial, then the minute you make one choice, you, once you, you know, hopscotch the game, mm-hmm. the minute you've hopped on one square, there's one square. You hop on another square, there's two squares behind you. Yeah. Those two decisions have led you here, mm-hmm. which have led you to three more here. You can't hop back. You gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. You've limited your path. You've made it smaller. You're you're going to reach somewhere. You've limited this, yeah. the amount of choices you have. Yet you still have choices. You will always that's have choices. That's how you end up. That's what I'm saying. I never said you don't have choice, but I feel like, and you have equal choice. In in the world, our life, everything is made in such a way that yeah, there are choices. You pick between one or the other, but that one or the other is always there, before you. That's always present. So it's always waiting for you there. So you go, and then you look at it. Oh, okay, now I have to pick one or the other. That would narrow my path down towards my next destination. Uh Right? But it was always there. Yeah, but you didn't know. You don't have to know. That's what I'm saying. That's the whole... Okay, I get what you're saying, yeah. That's why people believe it's free, though. That's exactly my point, because we never know it was always there. So in our head, that's why, yes, I chose to do it. It wasn't there. I made it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, I get that. Mm. So you do have free will, but not really on a bigger... No, you can't say that. you got to say you have it level. or you don't. You can't say, because free will is free will. You either have it or you don't. So you say that How about don't. this? So I do understand what you're saying. You have free will. But it's God. not an absolute thing. So if, if I'm speaking of my free will, my free will is very different from your free will. If I'm weaving your life together, I know your choices. So to me, you don't have free will, but to you, you have free will because you don't know the choices that lay ahead of you. So okay. to you, you do, but I guess to me, you don't. So I guess to God, God technically would see the stuff that we Maybe even God looks at it this way because when we're spinning, God's not leading us to that path. Like you said, there are devils, there are angels, yeah. right? Yeah. God left us here. He gave us all the knowledge. He, he provided everything that we need to, to make our life better, to be mm-hmm. closer to God, right? Yeah. And now it depends on us to follow which path. Either we take temptation that would lead us to devil, to sinning, or we, we follow like the righteous path, mm-hmm. following the, like our first question, religion and stuff, right? Morality and stuff. It, it's all based on what you think. And we think we have free will. Like, you do. Good or bad. You do. God's not going to make a choosy bad, but... It's always going to be between those two. No, everything is bad or really, good. Everything is about I'm character. I'm going to explain it to you. It's, it's not bad and good, but there's always choices mm-hmm. that are always waiting for you there. And we have, we have free will just, just to that extent, just to picking out of one or the other. But something uh-huh. is always there. That, that's not based on our free will. And if we don't have those choices, we won't have free will. I guess that's what I'm trying. Does it make sense? No, I get what you're saying. Like, things are lined up ahead mm-hmm. of time. But if those things are not lined up, we won't even have free will. Because you, mm-hmm. only, you only see or you only utilize your free will when you choose something over the other or, or you, you pick what you want to do yeah, based on your prefer- preference. So it's like part of, part of your destination is in your control and the other part is totally left on god or higher power or whatever it may be you can only control so much as a human but that's why yeah but that's why we're humans like we're we're supposed to like the free world you do have free will it makes you who you are i agree with you but in the bigger run don't really (laughs) no but there is no bigger run okay let's agree to disagree let's go next topic I told you, we'll never mm-hmm. get it. Okay, the next not? one. Is it a preference or fetish to only seek a specific race for a relationship? 
So this is right, wrong, or neutral. Okay, so for me, I think that. I'm good, water. So for me, I think that. <laughs> obviously. You have to like define fetish and preference because, for example, a person can have good experiences with. Okay, let's just use an example. A guy can have good experiences, let's say, with someone. Let's say he's white and the girl's Asian. And he has his first girlfriend, second girlfriend, third girlfriend are all Asian. But, like, the girls he dated before that were white. So let's say he just had really good experiences with his first and second girlfriend. And so when he's coming to a point where he's going to, you know, want to get in a relationship with someone else, he might lean towards Asian because, Asian girl, because he might have been thinking of the experiences he had with his last two girlfriends. And someone could argue that, okay, yes, he's comparing, like, all Asians to each other or all Asian women to each other. Yes, that's true, but again, we're going based off your life life experience. That's how you make decisions. So mm-hmm. he's had positive experiences with these women, even though they're not from the same culture as him. So that's the one he's going to be attracted to, and maybe he started to fall in love with their culture and et cetera, et cetera. But I say when it, it becomes a fetish is when you're literally only lurking at the person's culture and that's it. Like there could be three or four different women there who are all Asian and they all look very different and some might be attractive and some might not be, but he's just literally looking at them because they're Asian and that's it. And I think with the fetish is very rare and people tend to like over exaggerate how common it is because majority of people are not going to just be attracted to like a, like a, you know, an ugly, you know, person or someone who's not conventionally pretty uh, who's Asian and then someone else who's like really super attractive, like they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. It's like that's very rare you find a guy who's like attracted to any single person who's Asian, in, no matter how big, small, whatever they are. It usually has a certain type. Mm-hmm. So that's my opinion. But what's your you guys' opinion on the whole thing? Okay, read it. Um, I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, do I agree with the East thing? My whole thing is um, like the whole preference, I understand that like you might have a preference for certain, like for something based on experiences or what you've seen or heard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my thing is towards like fetish because sometimes, I don't know, sometimes like you'll have a race, like a guy will pick a specific race mm-hmm. and will demean his, usually his own race, own race yeah. and go for that other race that's what I hate. And it's it's based off of something stupid because race is socially constructed. Like it's not a real thing. Culture is real. Mm-hmm. So he'll choose to like like so for instance some guy might be like, Oh, I don't like black girls or I don't like Asians. Um there are like a million types of different Asians or different types of black women. So you have to be a little bit more specific because we're not all the same. And then depending on the cultures that we're raising, so like I'm Ganyan, but I'm raised in Western culture. So a lot of like the Gan like a lot of the back home stuff are like like, it just sounds backwards to me. Like, I could never go for that. So I'm, I'm more Western, but then there's a lot of Western stuff that I'm, like, no, I'm a little bit traditional. So, like, I'm layered, and that's what I'm trying to say. All people are layered, and so when it comes to fetishes and, like, liking a specific race over another, I understand preference, but a lot of the time it's just a fetish, and I hate that. Hmm. See, um, I wanted to get both of your opinions first because mm-hmm. I feel like um, life is not black and white. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it's a mixture of both. And this question, honestly, would give you the answer itself based on how you're looking at it, from which point of view. It's a preference. It's like Amani said that you've dated everyone, you've experienced every di- different culture, every different race, but you personally suited better with one over the other, then it's a preference because you've experienced everything, but you connected spiritually, physically, emotionally, whatever it may be, with one race, then obviously in the future you would want to marry that person from that race. Mm-hmm. Whereas fetish is, I just, it has such a negative connotation in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like fetish is something like 50 shades of gray. Because <laughs> I always hear guys like that. You're, the noise like you're objectifying that whole Yeah. Thing. Like, yeah. I feel like guys like, I only, yeah, man, I only date these kind of girls. But like, it's the way, it's like, if you, if you had good experiences with a girl, I don't, like, I, I get it. Like you, you're, you lean towards another, but like when you like, yeah, because these kind of girls are like this, they're like this, like this. We're not all like that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that's mm-hmm. the thing that I hate. Or, like, when they, what, like, mm-hmm. to extend it even longer, it's, like, if the guy says, like, I only date whatever race is, and then um, he demeans it, and then he just, like, doesn't look towards other people. Like, like he doesn't even look at, like, usually it's their own race. They don't even look towards it. That's going to bug me. Like, yeah. that, like, mm-hmm. bothers me a lot. Or And, like, and then when that race, like, because, like, okay, a lot of guys will be like, I don't date black girls. Go ahead. It's okay. They don't want you either. <laughs> so if you don't want them, then you call us ugly and all these stuff like that, even though your mom's it's black. Insecurity. Yeah, and then your mom's black. And then I'm like, okay, then I'll just go for a, a nice white guy. I'll go for a nice, like, brown guy, a nice Chinese guy, a nice whatever guy. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're this, like, you, you don't want us, like, well, we don't, and then, like, and then it becomes a big thing, but it's like, you don't want me, I never wanted you, so thank you, goodbye, yeah. have a nice day. Exactly. Like, that's just, that's what bugs me, is, like, the extension, like, what the it effect, leads to. Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't care about preference, like, preference yeah. pisses me off a little bit, but I could deal with that. But whatever. it's just based on the right um, oh, like the right thing. Thing. I don't yeah. Okay. It. yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's never based on that. Like, you'll talk to a guy and they're like, like sometimes like I'll be talking to guys. I don't know if they're trying to like act all smart or whatever. And they'll be like, like, like I was talking to some of the guys and they were like, um, yeah, I like girls. Like, girl, if that that girl doesn't work out, like I'm just extending it. If that girl doesn't work out, if that girl like black girls, one time black girls don't work out. I was like, well, black girls. I wish we had this on video. So you can see my <laughs> black girls don't work out. Are you kidding me right now? Like, yeah. that's all we do. Literally, it's been, like, like in our genes, the reason our body is the way it is is because we've been working out. Like, some of us don't even need to work out into our 40s because, like, we literally, our ancestors worked out to the point where, like, our bones are just doing shit that you, like, mutant when we're sleeping. <laughs> so, like, don't tell me we don't work out. I'm making such a general reason. I only date Asians because those girls work out and, like, black girls don't work out. That gets me, like, ticked off. Yeah. What really pisses me off is when, you know, a guy comes walking in and he's like, I'm only going to tap that black girl because she has ass and she has boobs, yeah. but she's not a marriage material. Yeah. Like that, that's freaking fetish. Yeah, that's and you're fetish. freaking racist. That's and you are an that's asshole. That's something meaning yeah, that's yeah. a fetish. It's a very, I swear. And then when you ask them, what's your, what's your woman like? What's your wife or whatever? Oh, she's got to be this. It's literally the exact opposite of the girl that you And it's based on races and it's based on colors. Do you know that? Yeah. I would do this with this skin color, but she's not a marriage. No. That culture ain't worth marrying. Yeah. I would marry yeah. someone from my own culture, yeah. my skin color. Yeah. You're like, what? And you can, like, destroy that person, but then, like, what if that's someone's exactly. daughter? Yeah. Or someone's future wife that you're just doing that too. Because they don't think yeah. of that. Like women think of like more like, oh, this could be my friend, someone's daughter or someone da da da. Well, guys don't really think that. No, that's they just so think, true. Like, just sleep with her. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's all they think about. So, yeah, so we kind of agree on this. Mm-hmm. Depends on how you phrase it, but yeah. Like preference still bugs me, but like I, I understand it. I understand it. You have a preference, but it just it bugs me. But if it's based on like yeah, after you I know it. Yeah, I know it. It still bugs me though. Like if you're talking to a guy and he's just like, imagine you're just in a group of friends and he's like, yeah, man, like I really like Asian girls. That just ticks me off. Like I know it's his preference, but it still pisses me off because it's like, what about everyone else? You know? And if I open my mouth and I say that because I'm a girl, it's gonna be like. Oh, you're, what was the word that the guy used? You're, you're finessing. You're thirsty. You're finessing. I'm like, okay, I'm thirsty. Give me a job. Like, <laughs> I get so mad. Like, you understand, preference and fetishes get to me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like a personal choice. You can't really tell, unless you're in a person's mind, you can't tell if literally it's a fetish or if it's a preference. That's true. That's what I think, too. So, Unless they're doing their shit, like yeah. I keep with black girls, but I date white girls, and that's I fetish. study with Asian girls, and sometimes we get that. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Like, yeah, that yeah, one is like, uh, pretty yeah. obvious. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there are guys like that. I'm not even lying. Yeah. There are guys like that that like. Said, I I said, even <laughs> yeah. There's a third time. Asian girls have too much smart on that shit. <laughs> okay, next question or. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, is there an appropriate? Okay. Next question. Is there an appropriate way of expressing your religion and beliefs? Okay. Rita, you said this one. What do you mean when you say appropriate? Yeah, define appropriate. Okay. So, like the like an example that we had a friend earlier give us was like someone randomly like getting on the floor and just like expressing their love for like their god 
right in front of them, pushing other people's guns down, not express, not not um, respecting it, and just pushing it down and bringing theirs above and showing how loyal and faithful they are, having so much pride in their religion, like in everyone's faces. Like, do you think that is appropriate? An appropriate way of expressing your religion and belief? Mm. I think there's a very thin line between. <laughs> There's a very thin line between expression and then going to a point that you're so obsessed with it that you don't even realize that you're demeaning everyone else's belief and their faith system. Uh, yeah. So you need to be really careful about that. But honestly, I don't think there is an appropriate way of expressing. This is such an individual thing. Religion, connecting with your God is so, so based on who you are and what you think your relationship with God is, that nobody else can step in and tell you how to really do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah, I think it's like a personal thing um, to determine whether it's appropriate or not. So it's it's kind of hard to tell because, it, yeah, it depends on, I don't know. But then you could easily argue, like someone could say, oh, well, this thing is appropriate. Like, I'm displaying my religion appropriately, but I'm, like, hurting someone else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They'll be like, well, that's, I'm just paying, I'm paying homage to, like, my religion, my religious beliefs, my God. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of hard to say, but it's also, you kind of do have to define it. Because, like, isn't in, in this country there's freedom of religion, but there's still restrictions. You can't do everything you want and say that, oh, it's based on our religion. Mm-hmm. So there's still legal restrictions there. Okay. There was another question I really wanted to pose. So I took a class, and then in the class, they basically told us about, um, basically told us, okay, so there's this thing where it's a cultural relativist. So Mm -hmm. cultural relativist is someone who's basically like an anthropologist who doesn't choose to judge culture. So anything um, that happens in a culture that's not their own, they have to like, just be like, it's it's the part of the culture. You can't judge it. You look at it as if you're looking at it from the outside. And that's, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. So there's this, there is this, I, you guys probably heard about it. There's this um, cultural thing that they do in Chile mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, I think it was the Mayans or something like that. They would basically, like, if there was no rain for, like, a while, mm-hmm. they would sacrifice their babies. So mm-hmm. you guys believe that. Like, do you believe in cultural relativism, that you should not judge um, cultures, or do you think that something's are wrong? I don't believe that's accurate. I mean, if that's your job, profession, like you're an anthropologist, then you can't really judge it. You just kind of have to document what went on in history. But what are we talking about? Sorry, anthropologist or this being right? Cultural relativism. Like, like if it's accurate, like not accurate. If it's true that you can't really judge someone's religious beliefs or culture, like if you have to, if if you can actually be a cultural relativist. Relativist, but I think you can't unless that's your job, like you're an anthropologist, because like you're gonna have some opinion on it, right? Unless you can't help it being human. Yeah, yeah, you're human, and then it's like you could say, yeah, you could argue that's just their culture, but like legally, if someone were to do that now, if they were to like resurrect that religious belief, and actually no, that still goes on. Like, yeah, sacrificing still goes on, yeah, right? So if you're there, would you try to stop it? Or what are you gonna do? For me, culturally, I would try to stop it because I don't believe, as a Christian, I don't believe that you should sacrifice a baby to get rain. Yeah, but then you're putting your, you're imposing your I know, exactly. I am, but I am, but at the same time, legally, you can't sacrifice a baby. Like, even if it's... To you, in your culture. Yeah. To me, but like legally in Let's Canada, wait, in Canada, you, you went there stuff. where they live, yeah. and it's legal. So what would you do? Yeah, I would try to stop them. You even would though it's like, even if it's their culture, I couldn't like let an indigenous person be like sacrificed. See, that's what I think yeah. is a person like you, because I would do the same thing what you did. Mm-hmm. But knowing this, you have to know yourself. I know myself. Yeah. Even if it's my job, if I see you killing someone, it's like sissy. I think that's what it's called, mm-hmm. the Indian Indian tradition yeah. where the husband dies, they would burn the so wife alive exactly. in the fire. Mm-hmm. Me as a human, especially me as a girl, yeah. I'm like, no, this is wrong. Because I've been to it where, you know, culturally brown people, they prefer by boys over girls. They want a son in their family because they think sons carry their name. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe that. So I know myself. I, I know what I believe. I know what I don't believe in. So I wouldn't take this job. Because I know I would, I would interfere. I would run there. I would be like, no, I'm, a, I'm gonna adopt this baby. No, Bye-bye. but you don't know what, you don't know what 
But even as a journalist, like, I'm into journalism. Like, yeah, I can report on things and you give the whole facts, but in a way you're going to have an opinion. Even if you try not mm-hmm. to have any opinion, be unbiased, you're going to have an opinion in your writing. You won't voice it. Yeah, you won't that's voice your it. That's evil. There but you go. Like, like, still, like, there might be, like, a story that's really controversial and I might be, like, writing about it or talking about it on the radio, but I'm still going to have an opinion. Like, I can't just... Yeah, like, we don't have to state it. I don't have to state it, but, like, at the same time, like, it's... It's, it's like, I can't just be like, oh, it's not a big deal that he killed someone. It's okay. Whatever. No, if, you're, if you, you just know? have to give the facts. Like, yeah. not your just opinion at all. Just the facts, but still, like, you're going to have some kind of opinion. Like, something's going to come up where you're going to have to have an opinion. Did you guys ever, um, you're doing journalism, right? So yeah. you'd know, no matter what, even if you're trying to be unbiased, there's always going to be a hint of bias in your, in bias. your, yeah, in your story. You just have to acknowledge it and, like, uh-huh. recognize and, like, show someone else's opinion. So, like, you will have your own opinion, but you're interviewing, you talk to other people who have a completely different opinion mm-hmm. from you. That's all you can do, really. Even with the cultural relativism and anthropology, they have to show, like, oh, this is what they believe, this is their culture, blah, blah, blah. But they also have to show a different perspective as well. Like, okay, these other people in Chile don't agree. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I think they do. I don't know if they have to, but I'm assuming they have to show the whole picture, mm-hmm. not just say it's all right. No, I think they do. They do have they to do. show the two opposing yeah, sides. Yeah, different cultures yeah. In, within Chile. Because I know, be like, to be an anthropologist, you're just literally watching. So then that, like, that part of you that's human that wants to engage and, like, make the decision to stop it or to join it, to sit down, like, if you decide to sit down or to watch it, like, some people would, look, you would say, yeah, I'm a cultural relativist, which is why I'm sitting down and I'm not doing anything about it or I'm watching it, even though I oppose it, like, I'm watching it because it's something that I am not a part of. I'm just observing this culture. But to everyone else, you've broken the law. Yeah. Like, in you, your own culture, In a way, you're not making a decision. It's still yeah. a decision. But, but that's going to the culture. Yeah. Right? But in their culture, it is legally implicated. If there was a court, you would get it because um, you just broke their laws. There's like, because also, they have a pretense. Yeah. You no, broke but, their law, so you're putting your own culture above their culture. Mm-hmm. It's doing mm-hmm. that. So then you're just being an egotistical jerk because then why the hell did you go there in the first place if you were going to p- oppose your own? That's you know like the basic ABC. If, you, if they're going to let let you loose on a field, right. you have already been through these rules over and right. over and right. over again. They will instill it in your head. It would become second nature to you yeah. not to jump in, they jump in whatever they're doing yeah. based on their cultural or, or their ritual beliefs. You okay, so what, I, what would you do with the chili thing if you were there? Don't say that, oh, I would not be in the situation. If you were there, you I would jump in. Stuff. You would jump in. And but I would not that. be there based on that job. Maybe I'm yeah. on like a vacation Whatever, so you jump, no, 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 you're an anthropologist. And you jump, or even if whatever the reason is, you jump in. So I will jump in. You're for placing sure. your views over an uh, entire culture's views. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That becomes like this this selfish thing, this egotistical thing. That's not. I guess you you're could, not thinking about it. It's not logical anymore. It's just personal. Yeah, if everyone ruled the world you personal based that. on their I own mind. personal beliefs, you wouldn't mind. I don't know. I would not. Dictatorship, authoritarian, <laughs> welcome back to the Roman <laughs> gods of the arena. No, I would never buy, buy a long shot, tell them that their culture or their whatever yeah, is wrong. I would try to understand it. You Maybe would, I'll talk to them. But yeah. the thing is, you wouldn't need to tell them. That simple act of you stopping that is enough. Yeah, I, I would say, I yeah. guess then I'm being hanged. Then I am being hanged. I'm just, being hanged for the yeah. time then. <laughs> the thing yeah. say in the moment of the heat. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, okay, then I guess I just don't agree then. I just don't agree. Yeah. Because there's always going to be something, even if it's not, like, that gruesome, like, there's always going to be something in someone else's culture that you might not agree with. And that's, mm-hmm. so, I think that's normal. The problem, like, I think um, people have is like when they conflate it with racism like oh you don't agree with this cultural practice so that means you're yeah racist. they simplify uh, to the wrong that's, thing yeah that's too that's, simplistic yeah. it's way too simplistic it's like that doesn't mean the person's racist it just means they don't agree with that yeah. specific thing that's true that's true i just mean they don't like, or like but that's a thing but i feel like you're that's the thing that i'm doing to you guys yeah. right now like when you guys did it and i just said oh then you're being egotistical yeah because i just simplified but you guys just agreed with me no, I did. no, I did agree with you because I know there is going to be a lot of people like that out that. there who will yeah. say it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which means I will have to whether that's me, so. Then that's your opinion of the yeah. simplified version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so mm-hmm. that's, a, that's your opinion. Yeah, but then again, I would 
talk to them, I'll be like, please do not take it the wrong way. I'm only doing it for my beliefs. I'm only doing it so I can sleep at night with my conscience clear. Mm-hmm. And I somehow, unfortunately, it for you. I'm doing it for me. I'm a selfish person. Yes, I am doing it for me. And I'm sorry, don't take it the wrong way. I just want to have a peaceful life for the rest of my lifetime, you know. I don't want to live with the stigma because I'm going to think of myself as a murderer. There's no distinction in my head. You're the one who threw the kid down. I was there. I could have stopped it. I, I could have made that difference, you know. I In my head, I am as much responsible as you are. I might have been holding the baby. It, it could have been me who threw the baby down because I could have, like, stopped you from doing yeah. that, you know. Yeah. So I need to live with that decision. So I'm doing it for me. Because think about it. That's a good question. Human beings are selfish. Yeah. Even when you do something nice, you're selfish. Even when you commit suicide, you're selfish. Yeah. Why are you dying? Because you are suffering. You're in depression. Yeah. You want to get rid of all those negative feelings. You want to have peace of mind. Mm. Humans are selfish, selfish yeah. by nature, no matter what. Even if you do something good but for the other person. we don't have to follow that selfish desire. That's what religion is about. You can fall away from it. Even though religion that's okay. true to save yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why the Romans and the Greeks did something where it was like you, the religion like Zeus and all the gods. The reason they they believed in them was because if you believe in like Athena, you get like wisdom and good luck and mm-hmm. all the shit. So obviously, and if bad stuff happens to you, well, you didn't follow the gods, and for the gods it was beneficial because that's how much they got so much power. So Zeus was the father of like freaking all the gods and like was a king and all that stuff. Because of his role of, like, where they positioned him, but also because he was praised the most, he was respected the most. Even if a city was, like, about Athena, at the end of the day, like, if he said Zeus, everyone believed in him. So their outlook on religion is very different from us because the gods benefited. But our god, like, the god that we believe in does not benefit from us. We benefit from him. Like, yeah. if we don't pray to him, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, but if we don't pray to him, our, our lives go to shit, we go to hell, okay? Like, he's still fine. Mm-hmm. So... I guess it's like religion and in terms of like how it's like mm-hmm. how you believe in how it functions. Yeah. yeah. I think that's determined if it's appropriate. Exactly. Woo, that was heated. What? Not really. Heated. <laughs> it was heated. <laughs> this one, I want to see this. how many minutes it's been on. Make sure it's off. How many minutes? 53? Okay, we've been on 53, so we have, like, a few minutes left. Okay, Okay, so, guys, that was our discussion. So we brought up three questions, and we kind of went crazy on it. And we're probably going to – we're doing a YouTube channel. We have Twitter, and we have Facebook, and we have an email. It's just – our email is girl, quirky girl, and there it is, at, at gmail.com. And our Facebook page is Quirky Girl Narrative, so you can search us. And Up Twitter. On Facebook and on Twitter. And YouTube oh, is Quirky Girl Narrative. I would spell it, maybe? Yeah, Quirky. Q-U-I-R-K-Y, Girl, Narrative, with an S at the end. Yeah. And so we're going to be posting, this is called State Your Opinion, so it's just a part of the channel. And we're going to be posting things like State Your Opinion, and we're going to be, we're going to have a bigger discussion with more people, different opinions. We're going to try and get some guys with it too, different people from different, um, religious backgrounds and cultural backgrounds and so we can get some different perspectives. And we're going to start putting it on YouTube so that you guys can put some faces to these voices. Exactly. Yeah. And we will bring up the free will battle. Yeah. So stay tuned for our... Oh, we have a show, a show podcast coming up. Yeah, our next podcast episode. We'll keep you guys informed on what it's going to be like. Exactly. So this is many... Linda and our guest, Linda, signing off. Bye, guys. Bye.